what's up guys welcome to another episode of the watchers this is tyler and i'm clay this is the watchers this is a podcast where we break down marvel films and shows and give our thoughts opinions and maybe answer a couple of your guys's questions mm-hmm. but as per the usual tell me gonzo how is your wonderful friday <laughs> going uh it's going pretty good so far um had a short day at work took a test passed it Whew. casual you know it was a casual test pretty light me, right? pretty yeah, not good, not me. Um, but yeah, pretty uh, pretty normal day for uh, Tyler Harris and James Gonzalez. How about wow, yourself? Full government. That's pretty insane. Um, yeah, my social security is. Imagine. Uh, I was gonna write it down really quick. Uh, give it to our <laughs> viewers. That'd be a part of our giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, had a, I had a good day. It was uh, it's pretty warm where I'm at, and uh, I hate mm. the heat, which sucks. Same here. But same here, brother. Um, birthday is this weekend, so pretty excited to see what i i get into um should be a mellowish one i think i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see i mean yeah once you once you get to like our age a little bit the birthdays are oh it's just another day for sure I'm it's just not, another day although i will say i can rent a car so that's neat that's pretty <laughs> it's exhilarating yeah um but yeah, yeah. tell me gonzo uh what are we covering uh we are covering thor dark world we sure uh, are. second movie of the thor saga um yep. and this time i'm gonna give you the floor for the opening thoughts have you started off would you like that uh sure i mean oh. yeah okay i thought okay sorry uh, I, yeah um uh, uh. <laughs> uh, opening thoughts <laughs> I think this movie gets a lot more hate than it deserves. Uh, I think this movie's actually really good. Um, mm. I, I, I mean, I, I think overall the whole Thor series is actually really, really good. I think there's obviously a stinker involved, and I think that once Thor Ragnarok came out, it kind of overshined the other two Thors. And obviously, every <laughs> Thor movie, every movie in general, has its problems. But mm. I thought this one was actually really good. Um, a lot of stuff happened in this film. I mean, obviously, we're introduced to um, an Infinity Stone, um, which is a set after uh, Avengers. So at this point, we are aware of what Infinity Stones are. But still, I yeah. think uh, I think this was a great movie, and it was actually really fun to rewatch. Yeah, uh, I can agree. It was definitely fun to watch. Um, I thought it was like a a decent follow up for the first Thor, um, but there was just like. A lot of conveniently like occurrences that happened in this movie that we'll talk about we'll touch on more that really bothered me um it's it, it's a good movie but i just like there was a, i think there was just a lot more missed opportunities more than um i think the missed it just like overweighs <clears throat> kind of in this film like the expectation from the first door I don't know what the hype was on the first Thor movie. If people like really enjoyed it, or um, I mean, when it came it out, like... it was considered a success. Okay. So um, yeah, we talked about that in the first first Thor podcast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what I really would have liked to seen in this movie was more of like Odin. I know he's old and uh, wary, but it would have been dope to see him like in some battles. And then in this movie, he's like either completely gone in fight scenes or 
is just late always okay. to uh the action which really bothered me um but what i did really enjoy about this movie was you can really see thor's uh, maturity level like growth from the first film because he was like super immature in the first film yeah and he's a lot more wise and it kind of seemed like in some scenes that he was more wise than uh odin at some points Interesting. Um, which i thought was cool um and also his new improved costume was great and the eyebrows were uh a plus as well <laughs> but yeah i saw that one coming yeah <laughs> uh well before we get into the breakdown um no fun facts today uh kind of running on a little bit of a tight schedule so i apologize but uh i do have the budget and the gross for the film which i still think mm -hmm. is actually really interesting so the budget for this movie 150 million dollars a lot of a lot of money but also we've talked about it that seems to be like it for the beginning parts of a lot of movies yeah. or the first half of the mcu seems like that's kind of right on the money like right mm -hmm. right on the dot uh gross was 644.8 million so i mean they're Huge obviously doing something right like whether you hate the movie or yeah. not <laughs> enough people did so well that was that's real like really good i think that like would be equivalent to making a billion now in marvel probably um, wouldn't you say that's I mean, kind of like the same? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the inflation rates and everything like that. But yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it, it's a really good turnout, and I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, that's what matters. Uh, obviously, if this movie would have flopped, I doubt we would have gotten Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, that's very true. You know, I mean, this is a great film. I, like I said, I was happy with it. Yeah. Um, uh, I also wanted to point out too, if you guys ever go back and watch it, um, and you haven't watched in a while, there is a little. A lot of dated cgi but i don't really like um uh not blame them but like i'm not really hard on it as i am to new movies because that was kind of like newer like i said in the first story the cgi was there but it's like oh like huge worlds like this is a whole like asgard is like an entire cgi set or not set but scene yeah um but i, mean, I, I only felt like there was only like one semi bad cgi and i don't even think it was cgi i think the guy i think malik kids were just walking weird oh yeah yeah i, know I think he was i about. think he was just strutting Other yeah than that, i can't really think of a bad cgi area personally yeah but mm -hmm. um it's just a little more maybe it's just my quality on disney plus i just have bad internet but the, just it, maybe it wasn't like as great as quality as i liked or i see in normal movies so maybe but I don't really put too much, uh, not uh, like I don't really go hard on it for the later films because yeah, back it, in the day, twenty thirteen, that was probably yeah, like this that was probably a ten year old movie at this point, which right? is crazy. I say back in the day, and that's twenty thirteen. Isn't that wild to you? I mean, ten years is a long time. I know, but twenty thirteen seems like oh, two years ago, like two, three years ago. <laughs> I agree. I not ten agree. years ago. That's yeah. unbelievable. It's it's almost scary. Yeah. Um, well, the movie opens with, um, mm -hmm. Malekith and Malekith and like the dark elves with the ether. Um, and we find out pretty soon after there that the, the drive behind Malekith, which is he wants to turn the universe in, into eternal night. Uh, and Malekith and his whole army are dark elves. And if you guys have ever played, um, God of War, either one, the newer ones, uh, Dark elves, obviously, they they have a, they want all the light to be gone, and then the light elves want to keep 
the universe like alive and have light. Mm-hmm. So um, if you guys have ever played those games, you guys would definitely enjoy watching this afterward, just because it definitely pays some good homage. Um, yeah, to like the you, whole mythology type thing. Yeah, because you were because um, you you're pretty uh, big into the God of War too, and yeah, there were some scenes where you were like, oh yeah, that's so and so, which was cool. I wish. It, if I mean I'm I'm planning on playing God of War, but I'm really late to the party. Um, but <laughs> I mean everyone on PC uh, is because they took them five years to release it. So yeah, that that is true. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see that you, you knew some characters that normal MCU fans probably wouldn't even know about. Yeah, like we get to see Tyr, which is the God of War. Yeah, um, and obviously the Light Elves and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I thought it was I, I thought it was really cool to get to, to see like that. Um, uh, the cross between the two being yeah, very yeah. different, obviously. I mean, God of War is made by Sony, and as a Marvel fan, you gotta hate Sony. You don't have to hate Sony, but like, it, they're on a really short leash. <laughs> just a fr- it's just a frustrating company. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. mean, when it comes to video games, they don't play games. So yeah, they. I mean, they. Yeah, just anyway. they. They just have the best exclusives, and it pisses me off. Yeah, agree. I mean, like, I'm. I used to be an Xbox fan, but. Just release it a PC at least, you know what I'm saying? I want to play the new Spider-Man. I agree. Um, and then uh, as as Malekith is using the ether and he's about to start um, using it, I guess, to create this eternal darkness uh, during the Convergence, obviously as Guardians pull up because they're like, yo, we think it's pretty cool to have a son. Yeah. <laughs> so they pull up. Obviously, they're, they're, uh, they're shitting on some Dark Elves. Let's be real. Obviously, the Dark Elves are getting their own licks involved. But um, mm-hmm. the Dark Elves end up using this, like, stone-type uh, thing. I, there, No real talk was about it. They just kind of hang yeah. it off to each other. But they break it inside their palms, and they turn into this, like, beast. Yeah. Um, and then they start actually messing up the Asgard, Asgardians. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't enough. I mean, the Asgardians have, you know, as later on in this movie we'll talk about it, but... You know, Odin says the Dark Elves will fall on 10,000 Asgardian blades. Like, there's a a lot of Asgardians, and if they have to fall to make sure that the rest of everyone has light, then that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Sparta, uh, or 300, Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. scene where he's like, oh, you don't have a lot of people. And he's like, oh, I'm a potter, and I'm a dishwasher. And he's like, Spartan, (laughs) what are your professions? And they're just like, oh, oh. (laughs) Like, they're like actual, like, full-on warriors. So it seems like there's a levels to this and as guardians are just yeah. top tier i mean top, let's be top tier they like, have to be they, they have, have to be. be you know what i mean yeah uh but yeah they're the protectors of the nine realms like, that's what they I'm gotta saying. be the they best. gotta be what the do you think that what do you think their trading is like you know like to get in Brutal. are they born a warrior well, warrior or absolutely yeah so, so i would so like it's a... just like just like 300 where it's like if if the the mother and father have a son you're like well great we got another warrior and if it's a female yeah. you're like great birth a son so i can have another warrior <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's it's true. like that um but uh we end up finding out that the malekith needs the world convergence to happen for him to use the ether mm-hmm. for him to cause the eternal night um he can't do it without the convergence because the convergence is when all of the nine realms are like right like yeah they line you up. can see through them like kind of yeah. thing um yeah they line up that's a great way of putting it um so he's Mm -hmm. able to use the ether to hit through all of the nine realms yeah um but the asgardians come out on top per the use um and one of the i believe i want i want to say it was tier that 
that uh, was there when he was uh, apt towards the fight, and they're like, what do you want us to do with it? Like, we can't destroy this. It's too powerful. And he mm. says, bury it while no one will find it. Um, yeah. And one thing that I wanted to say about that really quick is that when you when they show where it's buried, right underneath like this casket sort of stone thing that it's in, it looks like there's a bifrost like burn underneath it. So I'm curious oh, of yeah. like, did they build this? Did they bring the ether to Asgard, build this stone cage thing sort of whatever, and then bifrost it to where it's at? Oh. Like, I couldn't find a good picture of it, but uh, I'm, I'm sure you remember seeing it. I do remember seeing um, it, but that is very true. Like, I, because I'm just curious how it got there, and like, it's it's right underneath the stone, so it's not like one of like somebody put it there and then got the bifrost out, because they would be yeah. underneath the stone. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. They, they had to have bifrosted the casket thing from yeah. Asgard or wherever they built it from there. Mm. Yeah, Which, I didn't even like think about that. Like, if the Bifrost can get there, it's obviously not hidden enough, if that makes sense. like That's very true, yeah. If Heimdall can see it, it's not hidden yeah. enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, is question, though, is Tyr, because I remember, because Odin, like usual, had a goaded narration oh, at the start of this film. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was saying great-grandfather. Mm -hmm. um, is that Tyr? No. no. I, oh, okay. Then I think that might have been the... Oh, you're so right. It is king, the great grandfather, the king of Asgard. That's yeah. who it was. Yes, okay. you're right because they he references that later and he says, "My great grandfather destroyed it." And yeah, they was like, "No, mm. can't do that." But whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it segues to uh, Odin on his throne, and uh, Loki is in chains. By the way, Loki's alive. Didn't see that one coming. Crazy, bro. I don't know how. Like, I for sure thought he was done. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I I was stunned. Yeah, so, but we we were like. We we knew we saw him in the end in the first scene. Film, yeah we knew that and then we saw Avengers and then he was alive yeah which, which is, is crazy. crazy but we just didn't get a chance to uh, talk about that because we we're covering Avengers soon but soon. we wanted to stick with Thor so yeah we didn't want to get it too uh, confusing for everybody but yeah, yeah Loki's but, yeah, back yeah Loki's alive yeah this that's is great so cool <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, Loki's uh, in some chains he's in some handcuffs and chains and everything and mm -hmm. he uh, walks up to Odin and. Um, they're having this conversation and the conversation is pretty much like Odin's disappointed in Loki for everything that he's done. And Loki's like, yeah. man, fuck him. And they're like, it, and uh, they're referencing the battle in New York and him going to yeah. New York and killing these people. And he's pretty much like, whatever, they were going to die anyway. Their lifespan's super short, whatever. It doesn't matter. And Odin was like, we're just like humans. We were born, we live, and then we die. And he's like, mm, give or take 5,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, one thing that really stood out to me is Loki says that it's his birthright to have the throne. And Odin, Odin's very wise. He chooses his battles very well. And when to, yeah. in, instead of raising his voice, a, a different path. But every once in a while, he raises his voice and he snaps. And he snaps here. And he was like, your birthright was to die on yeah. a frozen little rock. Um, then he says, if, if I were not there to, to have grabbed you, you wouldn't be here right now to yeah. hate me. Yeah, and I love when he says like uh, your birth right, yeah, like that, you know, which is cool. Um, I thought that was a cool little thing. Sorry, I mean, no, 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 you're fine. I mean, it was great. Yeah, uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, and I'm so irritated. But Odin's uh, act, the actor for Odin, is just phenomenal. Like he fits this yeah. role, amazing. So good. Um, but yeah, I mean, because that's absolutely true. We find that out in the first mm -hmm. one that uh, Odin just straight up adopted Loki. So like, mm -hmm. 
you would have been dead. Like, you have no mm-hmm. right to be back-talking me or to be an asshole right now because without me, you would have been dead so long ago. And yeah. then the battle on New York wouldn't have happened. The, ch- the Chitari wouldn't have come in through a portal. You wouldn't have been talking to Thanos. Yeah, like, it would have been probably Thanos coming to New York, and then that would have been GG. Uh, yeah, that would have been GG. <laughs> the Avengers were not ready. <laughs> not ready at all. Um, But yeah, so uh, I just thought that was kind of a good pivotal moment there, and it, it shows, like, Loki always seems to be, uh, like, like we referenced Nick Fury and Secret Invasion, like, three steps ahead. It seems like yeah. up until this point right here that he was three steps ahead, but now he's just captured, like, he can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Odin's kind of just like I don't want to say kicking him while he's down because he's still kind of being an asshole to to Odin, but he's yeah. just like as like a stern reminder like you would be dead if it wasn't for me. Yeah, can you yeah. show me some form of respect? Like, you're making like, me look bad. Yeah, Loki's like um, because Nick Fury. I mean, hopefully we'll <clears throat> he is three steps ahead in Secret Invasion. We'll talk about that more. But it seems like Loki's always three steps ahead. And then gets caught, and then gets back, like, he backtracks. Yeah. And then he starts from ground Wiggles zero. out, and then becomes yeah. two steps out again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or something just happens that works in his favor, which happens yeah. in this movie, which we'll talk about. Um, But then it cuts to uh, her Odin's... Uh, Loki says to Odin, like, and what of Thor? Like, is he not going to have any repercussions? And Odin says to Loki, Thor is out now writing all of your wrongs, and creating stability again within the nine realms creating peace and then it cuts to thor using the bifrost to go to sif and the warriors three to help them with the battle and um oh god what was uh was it infinity war where uh when thor shows up i believe rocket or i don't think it's rocket someone says uh like oh you're screwed now oh that's bruce oh you're so screwed that's what it is yeah Yeah. infinity war I think it would have been really funny for one of the Warriors 3 to say that when Thor pulls yeah. up. And, like, kind of have, like, a callback in Infinity War. Because, like, it's Thor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, start, you yeah. guys are donezo. Yeah. Um, and, obviously, <laughs> Thor makes some slight work out of it. And then they bring up this big rock guy, which, as you can see on your screen, Sif looks at Thor and she's like, he's all yours. And he just hits him with a mean uppercut. And they, mm-hmm. he's rock, so... Yeah. Metal beats rock every day. <laughs> is that the so, same yeah. uh, species as Korg? I was thinking the same thing when I looked at him. He's not very blue, but he is talked. Rocks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how many other species can be differentiated when they're all rock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought that was a, I mean, what a great little finishing blow. I mean, we got oh, yeah. to see him destroy the... Um, the dragon in the first uh, mm-hmm. first movie, like, right early on, and then we got to see him destroy this big rock guy pretty early on. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Thor references in God is it Endgame or I think it's Endgame when he's all super sad and he was like, you know, Infinity I've, War was it Infinity War? He was talking to Rocket, yeah, in the and pod when he was like, you know, I've I've defeated three thousand enemies bigger and badder than this guy. Like he won't be the one to stop me, kind of thing. And it's yeah. it's cool that you're you're seeing these big bad enemies and how yeah, yeah, easy is it is for mm-hmm. him to just destroy them. So mm-hmm. when he did fight Thanos, I'm sure he was very shocked when he lost the first time, and he was just like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, like I, I've never had to break a sweat doing this, let alone like lose anything." Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and another thing that I referenced in the first one is uh, when you were talking about if uh, Odin can like. Uh, he was predicting what was going to happen and he allowed yeah. everything to happen. 
and we had the discussion of, uh, or at least I brought up to your attention that Odin uses ravens to yep. see everywhere. Uh, so he doesn't necessarily can't really see into the future, but he can see everything within the nine realms by using these ravens. Um, and we actually see him when Thor comes back from this fight and he goes to talk to his father. Um, he, you see him like whisper to a raven, and the raven lands on him, and then he sends him off to go look at something else. And once again, I think that's just really cool, like paying some great homage to the mythology of it. Um, yeah, it's a cool touch. It, yeah, I, I think uh, a lot of people don't realize that, and. I don't know. I just thought that was super neat. Yeah, they probably think he's just a big crow guy. Yeah, just super into crows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. But yeah, that was a really cool touch. Yeah. And something that I didn't even know about until you brought it up in the first episode. Then we see Thor hanging out with uh, Sif and the Warriors 3, but you can definitely tell he's, like, not in it. Like, he's there, but, like, his mind is definitely somewhere else. Yeah. Um, But he leaves the table, and he goes and talks with Sif, and we, I feel like we kind of saw that tension in the first movie, but Little in this bit, movie, yeah. it's very apparent that Sif is like, ah, I want to see Mjolnir yeah. in my, in my bed, no, I'm saying, and I ain't talking yeah. the one from a dwarven star. Um, no, I, I, I mean, she's obviously got a really big crush on Thor, which mm -hmm. I mean, makes sense when you spend yeah. that much time with a person and it being Chris Hemsworth stud. Um, and obviously she's beautiful as well. I love her armor in this movie. I love her armor, yeah. period, but I think she looks really good in this movie. This one, and yeah. I actually think that she looks phenomenal in Love and Thunder when she's, like, dying oh, uh, yeah. next to the beast. She's got, like, that fur. Yeah. I think it looks yeah. dope. Yeah, she does look dope in that one, too. Um, but obviously Thor does not reciprocate that uh, emotion because he's still feeling feeling Jane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, nah. <laughs> uh, uh. Um, which, obviously, you know, well, we kind of skimmed over that part in the first one because it, it was just a lot of them just, like, hanging out, not really doing too much. He was just telling yeah. them about the stars. But, yeah. obviously, he grew a connection, and he, he does love her, I guess, at this point, we could say, or definitely Good enjoys way. being around her, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Likes her. I don't know. Love's a big word. but um, And then it cuts to Jane, and she's on a date. But uh, she can't get over Thor, and she can't mm -hmm. even, like, really be present in her date because she's, like, overwhelmed and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then Darcy shows up. Darcy shows up. That is a tongue Darcy. Darcy, 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 Darcy. Um, and just embarrasses Jane and is, yeah. makes her look like shit. But Jane's and Jane ends up leaving her date because Darcy showed up, and some of her scientific equipment was doing some scientific stuff. That was somewhat of like a reminder from the last movie. Correct. It looked, it kind of had the same readings. Yeah. Like it might be that, him. Yeah, it might be him. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Coming yeah. back. <laughs> um, so they obviously, she's, uh, she leaves the date, meets Darcy down, uh, down in the car. And uh, Jane's trying to get a hold of Eric because obviously Eric's a professor in this kind of stuff. And, Mm -hmm. She knows what she's doing. She's a scientist at the same time, but obviously two brains are better than one. That's why I have a co-host because you mm -hmm. sometimes you are, you know, absolutely brain dead. But every once in a while, you have a great point. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's same why I just do the walkthrough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he can't get a hold. She can't get a hold of Eric. Uh, and he it kind of pans to Eric for a moment. And you see him going pretty crazy and just naked running through Stonehenge trying to put these... Mm -hmm. We never really got a name for him, so I just wrote down a, a stick. 
it's not like a wooden stick yeah it's like, a, like it's tools yeah. yeah tools it's like a metal stick with like a screen on it i don't know um but yeah he's going crazy uh so darcy jane and ian which is darcy's intern and darcy's an intern so it's an intern's intern which is ridiculous yeah it shows the level of commitment darcy's willing to do to not do anything yeah you know what i mean <laughs> it's really, wild. Really, she was really funny in this film i agree she had some a lot of good moments i love her especially in this movie and in wandavision i think mm -hmm. she, she's so great in wandavision yeah she had a lot bigger role too in wandavision yeah i wasn't expecting was to see her in that yeah movie. i wasn't expecting her either sorry um yeah. but they end up arriving at this old warehouse um and they find a couple kids and they're like, oh, are you the corpus? And they're like, no, nah, we're scientists. And she's like, well, I'm a scientist, and these are people. Uh, but what did you find? And then this kid picks up a concrete truck with, like, one hand, which, you know, obviously I can do. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I can do like, that, too, yeah, with yeah. ease. I mean, it's More just like, like... A, it's like a semi-truck. Oh, yeah? It's a little, trailer? It's a little... Yeah, it's a little difficult, but I can still get it up over my shoulders. Yeah. I mean, I usually um, do semis by four on bench. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, okay. I'm just like... Uh -huh. Uh. <laughs> um but so they're like whoa this is crazy and then they start like the kids like start throwing stuff down the stairwell and it vanishes and it peers up at the top of the stairwell and just kind of keeps falling like portal mm -hmm. um and then one person like or jane throws like a can and it doesn't doesn't come back and she's like where does it go and the kids are like sometimes it comes back sometimes it doesn't yeah um and then the if, intern if this was like modern days modern day kids yeah. that would have been all over tiktok oh yeah already I, kids would have jumped into it <laughs> they yeah. were eating tide pods brother they're jumping into it <laughs> like yeah um, that's very true and the intern then throws the car keys into the wormhole i don't really like the portal i it's it's, it's something it's, it's the barrier between realms becomes very like weak so it's the barrier between realms, but I'm not, I don't want to keep saying that, so I'm going to reference yeah. it as a wormhole. Um, mm -hmm. But the intern just tosses the car keys into it, and all the kids and Darcy are like, well, that's so cool, but it doesn't come back, and Darcy's like, well, those are car keys. <laughs> like, damn. And the kid was like, sometimes it doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jane is just kind of walking through the warehouse, finding other, like, wormhole areas. Yeah, she has then, her, like, tech or whatever, and it's me. Yeah. She's getting, like, a high reading yeah. to this door or something like that, yeah. And then a massive <clears throat> gust of wind. I don't know. I mean, this has had to be a hurricane-level wind to just suck somebody into into a doorway. Yeah. Because uh, that's crazy. Um, but she, like, ends up falling through this wormhole into a different area, and she doesn't come back. But she ends up on the other side where all the stuff that wasn't coming <laughs> back, where it was landing. Mm -hmm. and Or not really that location, but same area. Yeah. And uh, she, like, almost falls off this clip, and she looks to her right and finds the ether that was buried for so long ago. And because Curiosity did definitely didn't kill the cat, she decides to stick her hand inside of a f massive floating rock, um, and the ether is inside there, and it, like, just goes inside of her body. Yeah. Um, it, seem it seemed like it, like, out of a mind of its own in a way. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you notice that too? Yeah. Like throughout the whole film, it kind of seemed alive. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 I don't want to say it has its own conscious, but it definitely like knows that it needs to protect itself, which we see. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, I agree. It, it, it move. It doesn't move like a normal 
like like waves do it moves yeah. in certain ways and it's very articulate it's yeah. it's odd i think it's really cool and it brought, it brought up a question like is it just that infinity stone or is like the other infinity stones somewhat have a conscious like are they are conscious i think that's a really good question i think that's and i wish i don't we, I the, oh. I would the only the, what makes me want to say no is that the ether isn't a free form versus the other stones are stones, mm-hmm. um, where they're just inside of a rock. Really, I mean, it is just a stone. It's a rock, um, but I feel like since this one is like free of that shell, it can kind of yeah. move and do its own thing. Yeah. So I would say the ether is probably the only one, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a great question. And I. How do you, not really jumping ahead here, but I'm just oh a little God. frustrated. A little frustrated how they like because when the next time we see the reality stone, it's a stone, mm-hmm. and did the collector have something to do with that to forge it into a stone, or like how did it become a like because it was like liquidy? Yeah, in a way. Yeah, which was I don't know. No, that's a great question. Um, I'm not sure. We'll touch on this more at the end, but they did put it in a box, and I don't know if that box kind of made it. It was, yeah, like, it was like a mini into its own like stone itself because it knew it can't leave, or yeah. if Thanos did something to it when he went to the collector to make it a stone, or if because the gauntlet was made to hold them, if the eth like he like somehow grabbed the ether and was able to like just move it mm-hmm. towards the gauntlet, and then it formed a stone inside of its little housing. Yeah. Yeah, it was that box or whatever at the end. Yeah. It was kind of like a miniature of the when we first see when we first see it, like that boulder. Yeah, which was uh, weird. It didn't it work the first like, time. Ex- yeah, <laughs> why would it work? Let's the try the second time. You know. <laughs> um, and then after Jane touches it, Malekith uh, ends up waking up uh, because the ether was touched, uh, yeah. which brings up a a great question like, that you have. Yeah, like, what was, like, like, what's the reason, like, Malekith has this, like, bond with the ether? I, I, yeah. Throughout the film, we don't really, like, get a reason for it. Is it, like, were they born? Like, did the ether have some sort of, like... Properties um, for the Dark Elves? Yeah, in a way, like, how is he able to... And then throughout the film, he's able to, like, manipulate it in some ways. And Jane's, like can't even do anything well, about it I or like say, I mean, I, obviously Malekith, he's like a higher being like yeah. a god in a way so he's probably able to withstand that <clears throat> infinity stone but which is i don't know i think he's so able cool. to manipulate it more one because of what you just said he's i don't know i'm, I'm not going to consider him a god but he is definitely of a higher being than a human for yeah. sure and yeah. he does have previous history with it when he, in the beginning of the movie when he was fucking with it and so I assume that he's kind of, I don't want to say like he's practiced with it, but he definitely has more time spent than Jane does. And Jane doesn't know what it is versus Malekith understands what the ether is. And so he knows that it is a weapon. So it's like, yeah. I don't know if like mentally he just like knows that like I need to be defensive, you know, I don't know. Cause Jane's just like, what the fuck's in me? Get it out of me. And Malekith's yeah, like, yeah. let me use the ether to, which we'll see later on to like th- like blast Thor away or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that makes I don't sense. know. That's a, that's a good question though because it's not really ever talked about. Because all says the later, elves wake up. Yeah. Like right when she gets it. Like what if like a 
I don't know where the this area was. Or no, let's say a fucking squirrel went up there, or a mouse. Yeah. And the ether touched it. Is he waking up from that? That's a good question. <laughs> I would not be shocked you know? if the mouse just blows up <laughs> from yeah. the energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a good question because I, they, like I said, they, they do reference it once and when the when it moves when the ether moves. And yeah. he was like, I can feel the energy. So I don't know if he's just like sensitive to the energy because he's a little soy yeah. boy. Like you can know. like smell it in a way or sense sense it. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't understand like how he's able to know or the like pinpoint the location or some. Yeah. Like location. at least a good area of where it could a be. A good area. Yeah. Where it was at. And then so after Thor has this conversation with Sif and kind of curves her, he goes to Heimdall. <laughs> And uh, Heimdall is telling Thor about the Convergence and how many people don't know of its existence and mm -hmm. even fewer people can see it. Uh, Heimdall, obviously being very good at his job, is very aware of the Convergence and can see it. And he, you know, he says how beautiful it is with among the stars. And then Thor asks about Jane. And uh, Heimdall was like, you know, she doesn't know it yet, but she's also studying the Convergence. And then he, like, kind of does his little eye thing. His eyes, like, kind of glow for a second. Uh, and he's yeah. like, uh... And then Thor's like, what's what, what's wrong? And he's like, I can't see her. Um, and then it pans back to Jane. And Jane is in, like, a trance as she, like, yeah. wakes up on the ground of the warehouse. So she's now back on Earth instead of being that weird, like, middle ground within the... Mm -hmm. With the ether. We also got that, like, X-Men scene. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like the Dark Phoenix uh, X Men. It was, or like almost like a like a not as well done like WandaVision, where she's yeah. like in like the whole red. I don't know. It, it was cool, but like it, it was, was very it, that, out of place. That was yeah. That seemed like like a dated scene in a way. Yeah, it definitely seemed very out of place. Like yeah, I, I, yeah. They could have done a couple other things instead, or just not even throw that scene in there. Correct. I think it would have been okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just Jane waking up would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, and then she runs outside, and Darcy's like, "Where have you been? Why'd you like? What's going on?" And Jane's like, "Don't tell me you called the cops." Blah blah blah. And Darcy ends up telling her that she was gone for five hours, and obviously, at, to a watcher, it seemed <laughs> the watchers. Um, <laughs> it seemed like she was gone for moments you know maybe three yeah. four minutes uh but then she she's flabbergasted when she finds out that it was five hours then it starts to rain on the scene with all the cops and everybody around but it's not raining mm -hmm. on jane um and then she looks over and who does she see but the man of her dreams yeah um and it's not Absolute raining on him either, obviously because yeah he kind of controls that <laughs> Um, what a what a gentleman! What a gentleman! Absolutely, and a scholar for that matter. Yeah, I mean, gotta give Darcy some no rain though. Like, what was that? Uh, she, I mean, she you know, tased him. Help her. Yeah, that could be a little payback. <laughs> That's what for I'm sure. saying. You know, one hundred percent. I mean, so I guess right, Jane actually. did hit him with the car like two, three times, but like, yeah, he but has a crush on her. Yeah, so like it, that, that does that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, and then. She comes up to him, smacks him once, and she's like, I just want to make sure that this is real. And then smacks him again, and she's like, I thought you were going to come visit me. And Thor explains to her, like, the Bifrost was destroyed and that he was – pretty much he was just busy. He's like, sorry, like, new phone, who it is. Don't Everybody at the Nine Realms started going at war. Yeah. And stuff like that, so you had to set it right. Yeah. And then uh, Darcy is like, hey, is the rain you? And he just kind of – he's like, oh, yeah. 
and then just makes it stop, which is dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just not even, no sweat. Just like. He had to make it a little romantic in a way. Yeah. As well. Yeah. He was like, hey, we're good now. We, we done did the deed. <laughs> um, and then Darcy's like, well, hey, like, I need you to come talk to the cops because I'm pretty sure we're getting arrested. And she looks at Thor. She's like, give me just a second. And they, like, go to touch Jane. But she, she like, makes an explosion happen. Like, yeah. not to harm her, but, like, an explosion out of her body. Yeah. Uh, and then the cops are like, oh, my God, like, blah, put your hands back, blah, blah, blah. But Thor, like, runs over to her, and he's like, Jane, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. I think you're so hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't say that. But he's like, Jane, like, are you okay, blah, blah, blah. And then he takes Jane because she is unwell, which I love their vocabulary. Yeah, uh, so doesn't good. say sick or like yeah. injured. He's just like she is unwell. I must take her to Asgard. She's unwell, father. Yeah. Um. So they bring her back to to Asgard. It pans back to Malekith. The Malekith and the Dark Elves are very unhappy with Asgardians, which I feel like was pretty like known after they got their ass handed to them the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like you know, so I would hold that grudge personally. Oh yeah, I would too. <laughs> Be like, damn, bro, they really I mean, kicked my also, ass. Also, I would, as a dark elf following Malekith, I would hold a grudge to Malekith because in the beginning, start the start of this movie, he uh, tells his soldiers to sacrifice yeah. uh, themselves to kill more Asgardians. Yeah, he starts like he like makes all the ships fall from the sky to kill them, which is in turn killing the dark elves inside yeah like if you and i were dark elves and you were the one that got you had a sacrifice and stuff i'd be pretty pissed and then i would uh, I'm, I'm game planning now <laughs> i would earn his trust i'd be like a little loki get the the stone or whatever yeah. make me a beast and then gg malika not good not me <laughs> um and then it pans back to um the doctors like looking over Jane, um, and one of the doctors is talking to Thor, and she was like, "She's not going to survive because she can't, she can't retain the energy that's coursing through her body." Mm -hmm. um, and then Odin walks in, and he was like, "The fuck are you doing? You can't be bringing your side whores to Asgard, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, she has her place. They have their doctors. What are you doing?" And he was like, yeah, but, like, she's sick from something that's not from her realm. Like, mm -hmm. she's not good. And then Odin's like, nah, take her back. Guards escort her back to the Bifrost. And then the guards try to touch her, and the same thing happens. An explosion. And then Odin was like, oh, shit. Okay, never mind. This is kind of serious. And so he grabs this book and starts, like, looking through this book and tells, um, tells a story to Jane and... Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Uh, You're all good. Tells a story to Jane and Thor about the ether, but on the walk there, um, he I don't know. I'm sure you did catch on to this because you are kind of a brain box. Odin says that there are few things that date before the nine realms. What mm -hmm. uh, what uh, what could those few things be besides the Infinity Stones? Yeah. So it was kind of like another hint. Obviously, this is after Avengers, so like we we sort of understand Infinity Stones, but even then, not really at this yeah. point. But it's cool that they're like they're kind of teasing, and as they're connecting this, everything. Yeah, it's then. It, I wish. I mean, well, hopefully, we'll see it soon in these new phases. But nothing yeah. is connecting. Yeah. Not one. You could say one thing. You know. Yeah. 
but okay. not one thing. They're they're throwing these little sprinkling in in these yeah. movies, you know. Agreed. They're which is really nice. Some Easter eggs, which I'm I'm sure when I first watched this movie, I definitely didn't catch on to that. Um, yeah, so I didn't it's either. Definitely cool to rewatch it after knowing what's gonna happen and kind of really uh, like observing what's happening in the scene to see what's going on. Yeah. Because I mean, especially these older Marvel films, like they were planning it out years in advance so they mm-hmm. can do that kind of stuff um and as they walk into this like chamber there's like a massive tree and it kind of looks like the gauntlet with the infinity stones on it, it does. At first, and then it pans yeah. up and it's like definitely like the stars and the nine realms but it at first it definitely does i think it really definitely cool. does yeah um and then odin ends up telling thor and jane about about the ether and how the asgards defeated the dark elves to protect the ether um, Odin also thinks that all the Dark Elves are dead um, because they, you know, like you just said, they kamikaze themselves and the Asgards killed a bunch. He doesn't realize... He also believes the Aether is destroyed, too. No, he knows that there it's uh, it, that it's uh, been buried. Oh, I thought he said it was destroyed when he was talking to Thor. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, it could maybe have been. I misheard. I, no, no, no. Yeah. You, you might be right, but you might be right. Because that, he is quite shocked to find that it is the ether. Yeah. So I think he was like impossible. Right. It's like this is not possible. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. So at so. that point, he realizes that it can't be destroyed, or else mm-hmm. it would have been destroyed long ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And he doesn't realize that a few dark elves, including Malekith, actually end up dipping, uh, from that battle. Um. And then it pans back to Malekith, which it with his smaller army, and he puts. He gives one. Could of have his, been a lot bigger army. By the could way. have been agreed. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and uh, he gives uh, one of those like rage stones. He cuts the in like the stomach of one of his dark elves, and s- puts it inside of him, and then sends a bunch of these uh, dark elves to Asgard so they can be captured. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like a like a Trojan horse, so to speak. Uh, like you know, we're gonna take you from the inside out. Um, and what's the best way than just to get captured? And, um, so then it goes to Loki, which is in the dungeon, which is where these Mm -hmm. dark elves are going as well. And Frigga is talking to him, Frigga being Odin's wife and Thor and Loki's mom. Yeah. Um, and you, you can see that Loki looks very like put together, very, uh, clean and, you know, uh, well-dressed. He doesn't seem to be phased by him being in the dungeon. Um, and they're having this conversation, and uh, the main thing that stood out to me was that Loki says that Odin is not his father. Uh, and then Frigga asks, if he is not your father, then am I not your mother? And he looks at her, and he says, you are not. But you can tell he just, at the moment he said that, he regretted it. Because he has yeah. no beef with his mom. He loves his mom. It's Odin that he has beef with, because Odin won't give him the throne. Yeah, and so, also Freak is the one that taught him everything he knows. Correct, all of the mystical arts and being yeah. a witch. Um, yeah. And then, Ed, funny you bring that up because he touches her and it's actually like a hologram type thing that Loki yeah. uses all the time. An illusion, yeah. Yeah, an illusion, yeah, that's a better better word. But I, I just thought that was a, like mm-hmm. a, a good shout. Like As soon as he says that, he she, she, she starts to kind of like get teary-eyed and her hands are out and he goes to like grab her hand and where he touches her, she starts to vanish. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. good for Frigga to not actually go down there. You don't deserve to be in the dungeons. Like, you yeah, are an absolute true. saint. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then it's kind of like an advanced advanced uh what it what was it uh barf mm. yes <laughs> like how tony yeah used in civil war i don't i forgot the actual thing but yeah barf <laughs> that's the acronym yeah. for it yeah um and then we learn about the convergence a little bit more which we've touched on it causes these like wormhole type things which is the barriers between the realms gets blurred where mm-hmm. they, they become one almost and then um i actually ended up finding this dark elf's name his name is algrim um and he the one that was in the um prison the one, yeah the one that has the okay. stone yeah. um so he uh he grabs the stone from inside of himself which i mean typical in and of itself i'm not if someone were to put something inside me it's staying there forever i have got a plate and five screws in my elbow that got there when i was like 15 never had them taken out I'm yeah good. that's when me and clay first met actually and you're not wrong he was a he was a fruit snack guy i was the plug the um, plug scooby snacks uh what were the uh curious uh is it curious george fruit snacks no they were the treetop treetop oh yeah treetop and you got some sweet salties <laughs> oh those are so good too um that brings me back oh those were good days mm-hmm. um but yeah so this uh algrim this this big dark dark elf he breaks the stone as you can see on the screen and he uh turns into this beast and he breaks out of jail out of this dungeon um and the asgardian guards which is hard to say i had to mentally prepare for that one um they they don't really know what's going on so it's just two of them and they just don't stand a chance against this beast no like not even remotely close and then this this algrim this big guy he starts uh breaking everyone out of the dungeons out of this prison but he looks looks at loki goes up to loki's wall and he looks at him and loki's just kind of looking back and then he he walks away yeah like, he's like i don't know why the fuck you're in here I, I don't know if it was more of like you're useless like i, I don't need you or if it was more like yeah. you are terrifying i don't know why you're in here but i'm not letting yeah. you out like you deserve <laughs> to be in this dungeon yeah um so he walks away and loki loki being i would imagine a little bit butthurt but still gives this algorithm guy more information he says you might want to take the stairs to your left um and then and still doesn't break him out yeah and it still doesn't break him out like bro you, you just <laughs> so loki's like loki's like fuck how did that work <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah um and then uh the alarms go off and everyone's, you know, Odin's like, you know, send these people to the, uh, the weapons cache, defend it with your life, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, go down to the, sending other people to the prison. Yep. And, uh, Thor, in my opinion, one of the most dope suit ups ever. Oh yeah. He just pulls up and like jumps off a ledge starts yeah, to fly, the... then grabs the hammer and just like, Oh, shoot, so sick. You can see on your screen now. I just think it's unbelievable. So, so cool. tough. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of it, but um, mm-hmm. he flies to the prison, obviously, because he's like, shit, Loki, like the mm-hmm. biggest menace of them all is in there. We yeah. can't let him out, not realizing about this Algrim guy. Um, and at the same time, Heimdall starts to hear something. And then he kind of looks over his shoulder and he starts running down the Bifrost and jumps onto this invisible ship and destroys it. Yeah. And then turns around and there's a freaking mothership. It's 
and way like bigger. a fleet of a the fleet. other yeah the other small ships too yeah such a stud though my gosh yeah i mean i mean he did everything stud. he could oh yeah i mean what are you supposed yeah. to do there i mean this is a full-on yeah. invasion um so then heimdall proceeds to create almost like a force field type shield type thing around um mm. the main part of asgard i don't know what we want to call that the throne area yeah um where the king is where odin is um but algrim the big dark elf he ends up finding the power source of the force field and just like ah, and just I thought blows he would die. you'd think he would die from that i agree i also figured it'd be a little bit harder to break yeah he just did this you know like <laughs> that whole, the whole thing just blew up like work on your defense systems, Asgard. I would have to agree. I mean, this whole—I would assume after this that they would definitely beef up their uh, their defenses because they just like got they their wouldn't shit think ran. they wouldn't think like putting a door in front of that thing. It yeah. seemed like he just easily walked into yeah. It seemed like it was the right shield generator though. thing. Yeah, like they're not thinking of like what if somebody was on the inside. They did not think of all the possibilities no. of when they're getting attacked. No. Um, and then this ship ends up uh, just going right through this uh, the main area, the throne room. Yeah. Um, and it's a Trojan horse. It, uh, it's, it, it has a shit ton of uh, dark elves, and they come flooding out, and they start killing the Asgards that are surrounding it, which they put up a I good thought that fight, scene but... when they're first in, like, waiting mm-hmm. for the doors to open, there's, their masks are so sick, though. Mm. I thought that was their a cool... Their masks are dope. Cool, yeah. It way better than their actual faces. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, their faces are not really the most pleasing thing to look at. No, but those no, they're, masks they're are ugly. tough though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Malekith walks out of this ship. He throws like a black hole grenade at the throne, mm-hmm. which is just mad petty. Like yeah, very very petty. Yeah. Like come on, you already destroyed the damn near the whole throne. You don't need a. You don't need to do all this. Like, I thought he would, like, at least sit on the chair. That's what you I know? thought was I think he was going to do. That would have been a lot cooler, I think, instead yeah. of just throwing a black hole grenade into it, which was crazy. Yeah. Imagine having that in your bag. Yeah. Oh, let me just throw... Yeah, that would be... A... Talk about another p- painful death. Yeah. Getting sucked into a black hole. Like, what? It... Like their limbs and everything's just going all over the place. Yeah, yeah that would... That would not be fun. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, Malekith ends up finding, uh, Frigga and Jane, and Frigga defends Jane, um, and she starts actually kind of whooping Malekith's ass, mm-hmm. and then, um, the, Al- Algrim, I believe, yeah, Algrim, he, uh, he pulls up and just kind of grabs Frigga, and is like, no, nope, now you can't do anything, <laughs> yeah. and then, um, Malekith goes over to Jane to grab her, because she has the... Uh, she's the one with the ether, but then they find out that it was just an illusion that uh, Frigga has like put on her, yeah. so they wouldn't actually find her. And then Malekith asks uh, Frigga, where is she? She's like, I'll never tell you. And then he was like, well, okay, I believe you. And then yeah. he commands Algrim to just stab her through the back, killing her. Mm-hmm. And Thor ends up running running up to them, and no. he throws the hammer uh hits algrim like in the shoulder kind of wears it uh yeah well then... no first he uh shoots his lightning at malika's oh, face and yeah. burns half his face off yeah it looks like two face from uh, batman yeah yeah um and then yeah he 
throws the hammer at uh, Algrim, kind of wears it, and then he like does like the spinning throw like right back to yeah. try to hit their ship. Um, but it wasn't in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he goes back, and he Odin's already there, and he's kind of like holding her. And Odin comes in late. I mean, like I said, yeah, he's the king. He's got a lot of other shit going well, on. And also, he came. In, he, yeah, well, he also came in late when uh, Malak, like the Malakith and the scrolls, busted through the th- throne too. The scrolls. What? Uh, you just said scrolls. Sorry, dark elves. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was like. I didn't realize scrolls were in this movie. Yeah, my bad. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You never know. That would be crazy. Um, I mean, you know, it's the king. He's got a lot of other stuff going on, and he also can't be on the the war field. He's a king. Like, if the king dies, they don't have a king anymore. But it's He's got to be protected. I mean, I understand that, but it's also he's also old. It's not the same Odin that they, they grew yeah, up Yeah, but with. he can still give a little, like, something. I'm not... I'm not, not, I'm not, not just have his his sword or whatever that thing is and just shoot one dark elf. You're not wrong. He just, first of all, he like lasered it like this. So his accuracy is just not there because he just didn't even do this, you know? He just didn't like this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was frustrating. A a Viking funeral to honor uh, Frigga and all of the Asgardians. Which was beautiful. Beautiful scene. In the well the death music in this movie, I wish I can we could somehow pull it up, but like I thought it was like super good. I don't know why I just it sounded so good. Uh, no, it, I mean the score on this movie is is phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then in that funeral, we were talking about it. The when Frigga's boats departing mm-hmm. outside, of, like to go, I don't know down the river burn, to go toward yeah. Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, there's a guard that shoots an arrow. And we were joking, like, wow, you, bro, I would be so nervous. Dude, that dude had to, to shoot his that whole arrow life for that moment. Because, <laughs> like, if you miss Could it, you, you just imagine? Look so bad. <laughs> just misses just so slightly to the right, Ooh. you know? Just, you that know? would be rough. All right, guys, sorry. Let me try again. Yeah. I, sorry, I'm nervous. Everybody's <laughs> watching. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm just in the training ground. <laughs> Sorry, all father. <laughs> yeah, that's your wife, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then after the ceremony, uh, one of the guards goes down and tells Loki about Frigga's death. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about this already before with Secret Invasion and several other deaths that have happened in the MCU. But one of the last things he says to her is, "You're not my mother." And that's the last one of the last things he says to her. And the next thing he finds out is that she's dead. That's tough. Well, that's a tough pill to swallow. Not really, exactly, because well, that was an illusion. But, like, in his I mean, head, probably, her. yeah. Like, it, that would have been probably, yeah, if it was Frigga. I mean, I assume it was Frigga just using an illusion to be into the dungeon with him so that just in case, like, he wouldn't do something to her. I thought it was him doing that illusion to talk to his mom. It seemed like when it phased away, it didn't look like Loki's illusion, though. It looked a You can definitely bit... decipher um, Frigga's illusions and loki i don't remember it was yellow because frigo was a little more yellowish yeah so it was yellow yeah. i didn't see that i thought it was his, his illusion i didn't i you know what i've never noticed that yeah i thought it was always him doing that that's why i put out um that's why i said it, it was like barf oh for, i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. 
Um, no, oh, I mean, okay, that makes I sense. That, yeah, that that was definitely Frigga. It was just she didn't want to risk her life to go into the dungeon with Loki because he didn't know I he see. was going to like kill her or do something bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the last thing he said, which is obviously super rough. And he kind yeah. of expresses some emotion. He like does this with his hands, and like all the furniture mm-hmm. around him just kind of like, gets blown away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it pans to Eric, Eric Selvig, and mm-hmm. he's talking about the convergence and how he can stop it. But uh, he's talking to a bunch of mental health patients, so not really going anywhere. But yeah. one thing that's we very get... important in this scene is we get to see the goat. R.I.P. to Stan Lee. Goat. But um, he's like, hey, can I have my shoe back? Because uh, yeah. Eric's using like a pair of shoes to explain what's happening in the realms. Um, but I, I mean, the goat. Yeah. I, I had to throw yeah. that in there. No, you have to. We always have to. And then it pans back to Jane, and Jane's having these hallucinations with the ether and how it's going to destroy Asgard and everything like that. And her eyes, like, turn, like, all black, too, which is a cool little... it looked incredible. Yeah, it did. Um, And then Thor ends up talking to Odin, and he's like, I want to bring Jane to the Dark World, which is where uh, the Dark Elves are. Mm. Um, And he wants to bring them away from Asgard so that no more Asgardians will die and that the buildings and everything won't get crumbled and Mm -hmm. odin's like that's stupid we possess the weapon they'll come back to try to get it and they'll fail again Mm -hmm. and he was like i that how many lives are we willing to sacrifice to you know make sure that they don't get this weapon and odin's like all of them if needed like the the dark elves will fall on ten thousand asgardian blades if they have to and they will um Mm -hmm. And I, I thought that was tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was the what was the line when he was like, "What if that doesn't work?" or something like that? And he's like, uh, he starts laughing. Odin's like, "Ha ha, the difference, my boy, is I will win," or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What makes you so different from Malekith?" Yeah. And then he yeah. goes, Haha, "The difference is, is that I'll win." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's such a tough bar. Um, that was tough. Kind of brought like a little. Like that's like his like his uh, dark times when yeah. he was working with Hella. Yeah. Who's Hella? No, I don't. Uh, it's a. Um, I read a lot of Thor mythology. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it's it's, a, it's his sister. Hopefully, we see her in um, future movies, though. That would be cool. I mean, they didn't because we didn't Balder. get Thor. Yeah, we didn't get Balder. So I mean, so maybe we'll get the sister. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, Loki didn't seem to die in this movie, so, like, why would they need to, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That makes sense. We'll see. Um, Um, And then uh, Darcy ends up seeing Eric Selvig on the news from being naked at Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. And then Thor ends up convincing Heimdall to commit an act of treason uh, so that he can bring Jane off of Asgard. But Heimdall's like, I cannot disobey a king's orders. And the king's orders are to not let anybody in or out of the Bifrost. So I can't really help you. And he was like, don't worry, I got that covered. There's one person who knows how to get off Asgard. Which yeah. happens to be Loki. Yep. And so then Lo- Thor goes down to Loki's dungeon and he's like, no more illusions. Like, let me see the real Loki. And Loki is absolutely distraught. Which, if you guys remember what I said earlier... Loki looked really clean and presentable and not phased by being in the dungeon, but after hearing yep. the news about Frigga, he's devastated. His room's a mess. He looks like a mess. 
he's he's devastated. Um, Cut his foot. Oh, I, every time I see that scene, I just think of the pain in my foot. Like getting some glass caught in there. Why? You ever had that before? Wait, why? Because I've I've had I've stepped on glass before. My foot's gotten like that same what, what kind about of cut. He cut his foot in that scene. Oh. When when Thor's goes to see him, is that that's where we're at, right? Yeah. And he the whole yeah. There's blood on his foot. Oh, I didn't from know. Like glass. That. Yeah. And I, every time that I see sense. that, I'm like, Ugh. oh, dude, my feet are so sensitive that would. Kill yeah. Me. Um. Well, one time, story, quick story time. One time, I was running around my house, and my mom dropped Tic Tacs or not Tic Tacs, uh, tacks. Yeah, thumbtacks. <laughs> and I, Tic Tacs. I fucking ran and stepped on like five of them, so they were all in my foot. That was uh, yeah, that kill sucked. Kill me, kill me if that happens. Don't take them out. Just that's like kill a. Me. That's like uh, when people put up those like hypothetical videos. Like, would you rather do this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Than this. Kill me. I've done it. It's <laughs> not fun. That sounds awful. <laughs> um, Thor asks Loki if he can take him off the planet. And Loki just says, like, if you're coming to me, you must be desperate. Thor mm-hmm. creates a plan with Sif and the Warriors 3, uh, which pretty much involves Sif and the Warriors 3 to just defend him while he gets off the planet with Jane and Loki. Yeah. Um, they end up flying out. Uh, they use the the Trojan horse plane that like landed in like the throne room and mm-hmm. just destroys it a little bit more, which I thought was funny. Loki's like, "Oh, I think you missed a column," and Thor's yeah. like, "Shut up, brother." <laughs> yeah, but pretty funny. Um, and then they end up using one of those like little secret tunnels between realms that Heimdall doesn't know about, um, and brings them to the Dark World, which um, Malekith. And then it pans to Malekith, and Malekith is like, uh, one of the guys, one of like the other Dark Elves is like, hey, we gotta go, we should make a plan. And he was like, there's no need, Asgard is pointless. Uh, yeah. I can feel, I can feel the ether, it's it's come home. Which um, is like what we were asking, like, how the hell does he even know that, you yeah, know? <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then Loki's in like these handcuffs, and Loki's like, do you still not trust me, brother? And uh, Thor was like, would you if you were me? And then he takes off his handcuffs. And he was like, I wish. And then Thor says to Loki, I wish I could trust you. And yep. Loki kind of says at the uh, at the end of, like, kind of whispers it, like, trust my rage. Yeah. Which is like, he kind of he kind of took it to heart. Like, yeah. that hurt him a little bit. Absolutely. You know, between that and then realizing that he got his mom killed, mm-hmm. like, that hurts. Because I assume that yeah. he was take the stairs to the left because he thought that's where odin would be yeah um but it ended up being his mom instead and uh so i'm sure he wants to get vengeance back for that aspect mm-hmm. so and then when, every time i now i watch this movie loki like loki the show mm-hmm. uh there's like a couple callbacks from this film mm-hmm. and every time i see it i'm like oh yeah right yeah um the same and then uh jane and ian um uh, end up uh or Darcy and Ian, I don't know how I got that messed up, uh, end up getting Eric out of the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start noticing the birds doing some like weird flight patterns and then just like disappearing through one of the Disappear. Wormholes. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts back to uh, Loki and Thor. And uh, after Thor takes the handcuffs off, Loki summons a dagger and then stabs Thor. And he falls yeah. down this hill in front of all of the Dark Elves and in front of Jane. 
Mm-hmm. And then he obviously Thor is like screaming. He summons the hammer, and then Loki cuts off his hand. Yeah, which was sick, dude. Yeah, what I was thinking like, rough. could Thor grab it with the other hand? I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking could, the same. Could Thor thing. theoretically call the hammer with his feet? I feel like Thor, like it's got to be a mental thing to call it, <laughs> like, right? Imagine Not like he's a hand like. Thing. Because imagine, if you can hear me, imagine he's like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, just, I, I would imagine so. Truly. Yeah. If his dexterity on his feet is good enough, I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, but by this point, you know, immediately, like, Loki just betrays Thor. And it's, it's mm-hmm. devastating again. And then Loki yeah. grabs Jane walks down to Malekith and he's like, I have a present for you. And he throws Jane at, at his feet. Off throw too. Yeah. And really? Malekith looks, goes over to Thor and he says, look at me. And then he proceeds to like raise Jane up and like extract the ether from her. And, um, uh, Jane just kind of has like another like hallucination inside of her mind. And there's like a whole bunch of shit going on. And then as all of it's extracted, she collapses and Thor's like, Loki, now! And then all of his damage was a hallucination. Yeah. And Thor actually has his hand, grabs the hammer, yeah. and then uses, the, uses his lightning to destroy the ether. Um, but then, ether just rebuilds itself right in front yeah. of Malekith, and then Malekith absorbs the ether. And somewhat of like a... it, I was like, it kind of looked like little shards of glass. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if it, we were first, yeah, it looked like uh, it was going to form itself into like a infinity stone at that mm-hmm. point. But, oh, went back so it's right to the liquid. Form. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Malekith ends up leaving and leaves uh, Algrim and like the rest of like his little army to take care of Loki and Thor. And the, uh, Algrim uses one of those black hole grenades and throws it. And Loki starts to get sucked up. But uh, Thor ends up rescuing him, which is yep. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then Thor ends up fighting with uh, Algrim, that big, like the souped up, rage filled, yeah, dark yeah. elf, and kind of gets his ass beat again. And then I had a question. Oh. Thor goes to summon the hammer while he's getting his ass beat, and Algrim turns around and smacks it. Yeah. Does that make you worthy? So I looked it up. There's no answer for the MCU. So in the comics. Uh, people were able to um, are able to smack it. Okay, they just can't. Lift so it's it. like a, yeah. So it's just like if you're, if he was to swing it at a sword or something, mm-hmm. it's gonna block it and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, I see what you're saying. But what brings up the question is that shouldn't be a thing in the MCU because I know the films later on, but in Ragnarok, when Thor grabs uh, Loki that's um, disguised as Odin. He says, you know, that's nothing that stops me between this, uh, between any, nothing stops uh, uh, a Mjolnir coming to my hand. Yeah. And he's like holding he's about it. to summon it with his head, with his hand. Yeah. So theoretically, Loki could have just deflected it. Yeah. So well, it, doesn't sure it make... does involve some brute strength involved. And Loki definitely is not a strong man. Because it's still a hammer yeah. at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as easy as, like, swatting a fly. 
<laughs> yeah, but Loki's pretty strong, and he also has those. Was that telekinesis? I might be absolutely you butchering that. Stuff with your mind. Yeah, yeah. Where does he have telekinesis? He did it in this movie, and he does it in Loki. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess I can see what you're saying with like the furniture. Okay. I see and then in uh, episode three, Loki, remember in the fucking building. They're on that purple planet that's about to yeah, explode. Yeah, it's about to fall, and he uses, like, He's yeah. like, he's, no, he's like this. <laughs> yeah. He stands like this. Um, but I don't know. That's so, kind of the answer I kind of got. But yeah. So in the comics, you can be deflected. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, well, while Thor is getting his ass beat by Algrim, Loki stabs Algrim in the back with, like, this big sword. But being this brute that Algrim is, he turns around and just, like, hugs Loki, so he stabs him yeah. as well. Um, and then Loki starts to die in Thor's arms, and Thor tells him, like, I'll tell father that what you did today, and Loki's like, I didn't do it for him. Which seems like such a cheesy line. Um, and, like, such yeah. a, like, I'm not actually dying. But then, like, he yeah. actually he starts to turn, like, grayish and kind of has, like, almost like a, like insignias on his body yeah. for being a frost giant. It's reminding uh, me of the play at yeah, Rock. Facts. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so Loki ends up dying. And then Thor's like, well, the mission's not done. Like, now Malekith has the ether. Now we kind of got to get going. Yeah. Uh, and they end up going, uh, Thor and Jane end up walking into this tunnel, and she ends up getting cell reception. And Richard calls Jane. Another convenience. Well, it makes it's... sense. I it's think just, it makes sense. It's so convenient that they go into this cave for no fucking reason, by the way. Well, there's, there's nothing. A, there's, there's a big dust storm happening. They're trying to get out of it. It's just so... Is it... It's too convenient for me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't and then, of course, whatever. What's his name? Richard. Uh, dude, she, Richard calls her at the exact time. But they go in the cave and he has, she has cell service. I don't know. Just really frustrates I think me. You're, I think you're like 40% a hater right now. I, I'm not. It's just, it's, ah. just too, it's just too, like, like I said, convenient. I think you're being a hater. Ah. I'm just picking out the things that just doesn't make sense. Let us know in the film. comments if, if Gonzo's being a hater. Nah. <laughs> They're going to back me, bro. Watch. Nah, I don't think so. You've been backed enough. <laughs> it's about time for our fan base to uh, twist on you. Help you out? That's <laughs> what I'm saying, dude. I'm always the brunt of all of it. They're like, no, Tyler's making a good point. And it's like, yeah, no shit, because he's a cop-out answer. Anyway. No, I don't. Yeah. It's the right answer. Yeah. Um, and So Richard calls Jane. And he starts talking about the, their date in front of Thor. And Thor's like, the fuck? Yeah. Um, she ends up finding the car keys and everything else that went through the wormhole that didn't come back. Um, and she, Thor's like, well, how are we supposed to get to Earth? And she was like, well, just trust me. And then they walk through this wormhole thing and then arrive at that warehouse where the car was left. Because I guess Dar mm -hmm. at this point, I would imagine Darcy and Ian were arrested or else the car wouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. Um. And then they get into the car and start to drive away. Quick question. Thor can fucking fly. Fly, yeah. Why do you need a car? That's been I think graffitied just done on it for and a, every window was shattered. Like a convenient, like a like a funny, that's supposed to be like a funny scene. I guess so. Not, I, mean, I didn't mean to say convenient. I just have that stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I would also maybe she needs to get the car home instead of just keeping it at the warehouse. So. The, the glass was all shattered. It yeah. looked like it was totaled, you know, just. Yeah. I mean, the car has definitely been through the ringer. But so is mine. Yeah. So. Um, and then it cuts to um, one of the Asgardians looking over the dark world and then coming back to Odin, letting him know about Loki's death. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Eric finds out where the convergence is going to be happening on Earth, uh, which is Greenwich. And it, that's definitely not how I would have said it. <laughs> yeah, in the in the captions, it's I would have said it because my dumb ass can't pronounce anything. Greenwich. Same, same. Um, I would have never in a million years said Greenwich. Same. Ever. Um, and then Malekith ends up pulling up on Earth and just starts destroying this like a campus or a big library. I don't really know. Big library. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And he obviously has the ether, but he's got to be at this point of the convergence where he can look up and see all the other eight realms um, to, you know, make everything go an eternal night. And Thor and everyone ends up showing up. And this is where Malekith and Thor end up having a, uh, a big fight. And Thor kind of gets his ass handed to him again. Again, yeah. Um, and like I said... On your screen... This is what Gonzo was referring to earlier with uh, Malekith using the ether as like a weapon. Yep. Um, first, in this fight scene, I'm pretty frustrated that... Uh, not frustrated. I just think it was like a missed opportunity for Odin to come in well, the fight as well. But Odin, Odin did say like... Odin wanted to keep the weapon on Asgard. So, the fact yeah, but the that... weapons... It, but it's not there. Okay. But now he and has Thor has to learn now his he's lesson. gonna let him to possibly die. Yeah, I don't know. He already he wasn't there to protect. These are real men. Protect, men. These are he not wasn't beta there. males like us, you know. He wasn't there to protect Frigga. He was late to the party, and now he he's walking to the fucking Frigga's room. Oh, what's he, he gonna was, do? Fly? He said Frigga. When he found out that they were going up there. And it took him an hour to get up there. It's a big place. It's just so frustrating. And I think it just... I, I see your hair as a fan, again. I, I know, but as a fan sake, it would have been fucking dope to see Odin and Thor for once in the saga to go at it with each... I mean, not go at it, to fight with it, one another. I fight wish we got other? that... Yeah, I wish they fought with each other at least once. I wish we got like a f- Odin's powers in one way or in one point of any of these movies. And I think it was a missed opportunity. Well, the movie is called Thor, not Odin. So I understand that, but they have we have Loki in there too. Yeah, but Loki also has his own TV show now. Okay. They have Jane Foster. The Mighty Thor, aka Love and Thunder. Okay, but it's Odin. So what about it? And why isn't he there? I don't understand. He's gonna let his wife, his wife died, and now he's gonna let his son die too. He's gonna really let that be a. That's gonna. I don't know. I I think it's just a missed opportunity. I think Odin's there to teach Thor a lesson. Like you caused this problem, now fix it. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyway. It's just frustrating. Okay, but back to the gift that you guys see on the screen. Um, 
throughout that MCU, we see the reality stones like full force. And like I said before, how Malekith is able to like manipulate it mm-hmm. in so many ways mm-hmm. and use it for the final battle was extremely like underwhelming because he's he's literally just shooting ether shards or like needles at him yeah like you have the fucking reality stone i don't know if malekith is aware that it's an infinity stone but he understands the power of it i think in 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 like he understands the power in which he's used it before like in this way if that makes sense you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't realize that the reality stone can just change reality to be whatever he wants it to be. He just knows that he can use it to throw shards and or needles at a person if need be. I don't know. That's fair. I just, I, I, I'm under the impression that Malekith does not understand that he is holding definitely. an infinity stone. Well, yeah. Well, nobody knows what an infinity stone is besides Thanos. And there's a couple more, but. A couple more, yeah. Doctor Strange. Most of the uh, Avengers. Wong. At this time? Yeah, this is after Endgame. Or this is after Avengers. They don't know what Infinity Stone is. The Tesseract. They don't know that's an Infinity Stone. Okay. Well, just know it's we will cover tesseract. that when we do that saga. Roger. Anyway. Thor then taunts him. And throws the hammer at him. But uh, doesn't really do too much. Because Malekith has the ether. So, uh, one of the big things that I actually really enjoyed in this, uh, in this fight scene is that instead of it just being like on, on like stable ground, like on this campus area that you see on your screen, uh, they're like fighting through the wormholes, which, uh, if you guys have ever seen the movie Jumper, it reminds me a lot of yeah. that. Um, great movie. Great movie. Yeah. That's with, uh, Hayden Christensen, isn't it? Correct. Thank you for saying that. Cause I could not remember his name for the life of me. Darth, <laughs> I knew Darth it was <laughs> holy yeah i never not i'd never put that together yeah wow anakin jeez you. i'm not i hate star wars so that makes sense but that's typical yeah. out of you mm. um and then they 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 the uh thor ends up going into a different wormhole than malekith which gives malekith some time to uh start the eternal night through the convergence yeah um and like this big swarm of ether type thing kind of starts to go around him it reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of uh, WandaVision again. Um, yeah. Because it's just like a red haze, and that's like her yeah. shtick. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, but uh, it would have been cool to see her use this stone. I might be like, in uh, the first Gardens of the Galaxy, uh-huh. when they're all five grabbing the Power Stone, Yeah. isn't there like a swirl of... Yeah, purple. Pur- okay, so they kind of all do that same thing in a way if they yeah. was used that way i didn't even think about that until now, actually yeah then they have a, a dance off yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and that's where we find out that uh peter's a uh, celestial sort of mm-hmm. um and then uh so during this like big orb like uh thor ends up coming back to earth and he looks over at jane and eric and they were like we can stop it but we can't get into there because we can't endure it and he was like well i can so he starts yeah. running inside this like ether swarm storm thing and starts like uh javelining these like stick rod things that eric made into malekith and great javelin form by the way oh absolutely. played javelin in high school fifth and 
my district, no big deal. Sheesh. I'm probably got Grade some D one offers. <laughs> I've, uh, none, actually. Oh well, it's okay. You served our country. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> one gives you a discount, one doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, he ends up starts like traveling, throwing these like sticks at Malekith, and then like they start like using these sticks, and it like takes that portion of his body away. Mm-hmm. But the ether starts to, like, rebuild, but uh, Thor then starts talking to Malekith a little bit more, and he ends up, like, throwing one, like, what, like center mass, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and cr- they crank it, and then he just kind of dies. Um, and then I wrote down, just for, like, funsies, because we don't know what's obviously going to happen in the next movie, or if... I haven't read anything about a Thor 4 yet, but uh, if they were to make a Thor 4... Do you think Jane will ever get cancer? Just out of like curiosity. I would assume that the she seems really ether healthy, does, does some damage. Yeah, you're not wrong it's not there. Good for a normal human being to uh, withstand that kind of power. Yeah, yeah. Going through your veins, yeah. you know, it probably a, screw up some uh, cells in your body. You probably got a low white blood cell count at that point. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so, probably none. Probably point, none. Actually. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because that the white blood cells are probably like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What is that? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. And then so they defeat Malekith. Um and then Thor <laughs> that sorry, that was really funny. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, Thor uh ends up talking to Odin again and Odin says, gives a call back to the first one, and he says, um, you once told me that there would never be another, there will never be a more wise king than me, and mm-hmm. I disagree, which is mm-hmm. cool, because I get to call back to the ending of the first one, and yeah. obviously it, it coming to the tail end of this movie, um, and Odin's like, you know, I think that, that you're ready for the throne, and I think it's time for you to uh, step up and be the leader that the Asgardians need, and yeah. Thor pretty much was like, I'm good. I don't mm-hmm. need it. Um, he's like, I will, I will fight to protect Asgard and the Nine Realms with my last dying breath, but I'm not going to be any help sitting up there on the throne. Like, I need to be on the battlefield. I need to be, I need to be the one helping. Yeah. Um, and Odin ends up saying, I have one son that wants the throne too much, and I've got another son that, another son that doesn't want it at all. Is this what my legacy is going to be? And then... Thor ends up saying, um, you have two happy sons, one that died in battle like a true uh, true warrior. You have another one that's here ready to continue to do the same. Like, is that not good enough for you? Yeah. Um, and then um, Odin was like, you know, I want you to know that like, she's mortal. Like, I can't, I can't allow you to continue to see her. Give my blessing. I, yeah. yeah, I can't give you my blessing. And then as Thor kind of starts to walk away and he goes... I also can't tell you uh, how proud I am of of my son, and so it's kind of like a like oh thanks. Yeah. I wish my dad would say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, Thor ends up walking away to go <laughs> go uh, go go back to Jane, and uh, Odin then transforms into Loki, sitting on the throne at the end, which is a phenomenal. Mm-hmm phenomenal segue alive again alive again after being stabbed 
and falling in into oh, where he is. This dude, he's oh. got. He must be a cat with the way he's got so many lives. <laughs> um, and then the end credit scene at the end of this movie is uh, Sif and Volkstag end up going to nowhere to meet up with the collector, where they give him the ether, and the collector asks, "Why not keep it in your own vault?" And Volkstag says, "It's not wise." to keep two infinity stones near each other. And then, and then as they walk away after handing it away, the collector kind of says, one down, five to go. Yeah. Um, Another. A little, little sprinkle. Sprink, sprink, a little salt bay. Um, and then there's a, another end credit scene where Thor comes back to, uh, to Jane and kisses her. Uh, and then, after that, you see like the the massive frost giant monster chasing some birds near that warehouse. Yeah, which I thought yeah. was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also I point this out if you guys um, are watching our Secret Invasion episodes, that monster that was in that post credit scene is actually was listed on the um, the computer computer when uh, Gaia was looking at like all the DNA mm-hmm. strands with least through uh, yep. stone. Yeah. Which I didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up on that, so that's, yeah. a, that's some good shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a topic question for you. This one's a little Maybe. bit more lightheart, lighthearted than the rest, but um, yeah. do you think it would be cooler to be a frost giant or a dark elf? Okay. Um, what do dark, like what, what do dark elves do though? Are they just stronger? Because I saw Malekith when he lifted Jane. Do they are they able to lift stuff, or is that just the ether, like him able to do that because the ether was inside of her? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I, I know. I don't. I know. I mean, in God of War, they can fly, and they're assholes to, to fight. I know that much. Yeah, they're really good at flying. Uh, <laughs> and they have dope ships. They do have dope ships. Like that mothership's sick. How about this? I'll, I'll reword it. Would you rather be Malekith or why can I not think of the, the leader of the Frost Giants? Um, yeah, I can't think of his name either. I just yeah. know it's a Jotunheim. Right? That's that's their home planet, Jotunheim. Yeah. yeah. It's the land of the Frost um, I think I'd be a Frost Giant because just of their physical attributes. Just a lot bigger, stronger. They'd yeah. probably be really good at sports. Yeah, I don't know how many sports is going on on Jotunheim, but and yeah. I can actually visibly see like what their powers are. Valid. Valid. I just don't know what dark elves do. Like, are they yeah, just stronger? I yeah, I definitely assume that they're stronger. They're definitely they seem like the insect of the nine realms. So yeah, yeah. they're kind of pushovers. Yeah. <laughs> they are. So um, I, if I knew a little bit more about the dark elf maybe i would switch over but they first of all don't look i think a frost giant looks in a attractive way if i wanted to be an attractive frost giant or dark elf dark elf is one on a 10 scale they're low yeah we're, they're we're not really the most saying. pleasing things to look at that is true so that's where i'm at I think I would agree with you. I think being a frost giant would be dope. Plus, you can like—I yeah. mean—they can just like create weapons just on their hands and shit. Yeah. Or like, what if you like forget your keys? You just like key. Yeah. Get out of ice. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, damn, I forgot my pocket knife. And you just like for dinner. I mean, maybe I would go dark elf if I was able to revert from smashing that rock 
valid. But I don't think I don't think they can. No, it seems like once you have it, you got it. It's pretty permanent. Yeah, until you die. Yeah. So. Um, rating. You want to? You're right. Yeah. Um. Three, two, one, go. I'm down. Then okay. Uh, mine might change, but I'm gonna put it at this one. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. Seven, eight. Seven, eight. What'd you say? Seven, eight. You said seven, eight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave it yeah. point two higher than the first Thor, uh, which I think is rightfully rightfully shown. Uh, I think this movie was actually really good. I really do. Um, I don't think it's a stellar a- movie by any means, but... Um, I enjoyed the watch. I have I have it point one below first store. Oh okay. Hmm. Yeah. I think I, I I can understand that. Yeah. But also it's crazy that you would have the first store with blonde eyebrows be higher than this, but whatever. It's just I mean, it's a story too. I mean yeah, obviously I, I, appearance, I know, I know. appearance appearance dark I mean the dark world yeah. Obviously beats him in that, but that's fair. There was some good story in the first one. Yeah. I think it personally, like, I thought it was a little generic, but I could definitely understand why someone would like it. Yeah. I do like this Thor, though. I think in this movie better than the other Thor, but it's understanding in the first Thor why he's like that. So Dude, without that movie, your you know, tan line is rough. Which, where? Your wrist. Other side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why would you not just do this? <laughs> You're like this. <laughs> Look at that. Homie got a this spray is... tan with gloves on. Yeah, this is, uh, it's getting pretty rough. <laughs> My neck's bad. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, yeah. You... Oh, yeah. Take it off. That's pretty rough. Um, okay. Um, we got some Marvel news for everybody here. Mm-hmm. Um, First one being, uh, scrolls have actually started appearing in real life news. Um, it's it's all that actually. It's on one of the news channels. Yeah. Wait. It's it's only the news channels that are owned by Disney, so which makes sense obviously, but uh, also crazy that Disney owns news channels. But whatever. They know that they own fucking everything. They own everything, besides Sony. Like, come on, (laughs) just buy Sony. Um, but so that's pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, next thing is that a few animators have actually come out about unsustainable work conditions, um, for, uh, Um. Into the Spider-Verse, or I guess the Miles Morales story they animated. Uh, A few animators come out about unsustainable work conditions and that have actually made over a hundred employees leave. Not ideal. There was already, there's already a lot of speculation about this movie being delayed because they said it was going to come out next year, but nobody's even reported voice lines. Like... Yeah, so I mean, I th- was thinking for when the first one came out, I was like, okay, it's probably the next one's gonna probably take a while because this mm-hmm. probably took forever to ever, make. Ever, yeah. Um. So I kind of get what they're. Yeah. Saying here, it's just like the writer's strike, dude. Yep, I mean that's what it comes annoying. down to. I mean, people like. Uh, these big companies need to realize that at the end of the, like your workers are humans like you, uh, you they're human like they need to just have a normal work day and not not be super stressed out about deadlines yeah. and stuff like that like if you want a good piece of work 
give me the time to make it a good piece of yeah. work versus a, shot, a, a polished turd. Yeah, I mean? just my thing is like they want to make money now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But they're not even even remotely thinking about the long run. Yeah. Like, and let's say in 10 years, Marvel could just be completely gone. Yeah. Like they don't even make films anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is, would be heartbreaking, especially for us. Yeah. Um, Out of a job. I mean, if we're doing this in 10 years, wow, look at us. No shit. Um, um, but yeah, it's hopefully shitty. in the next couple of years, all this stuff starts getting sorted out. And yeah. I'll I'm fine with that, waiting, but... dude. I'm fine with waiting for movies. I am too. Give me two Marvel projects a year, one in like the beginning ish and one towards the tail end where yeah, you can spend even... several years on like a trilogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to, it doesn't even personally, bro. I can do, uh, for it to be really good for them to be best like quality I, I i'm fine with one movie a year i yeah, just want to be good takes a long time for the story to develop you know what i mean yeah what, so that, that's why i say like two i think two is absolutely reasonable and one yeah. of those two could be a tv show you know what i mean yeah, like, 100%. I, don't, I don't care if yeah the, yeah it's ridiculous anyway we digress <laughs> mm-hmm. um marvel is actually releasing a series of what if books we talked about earlier that neither of us read but might have to check them out for the one time, write it off on a mm-hmm. business business expense. And a uh, couple of the books that they've uh, kind of like announced so far are What If Loki Was Worthy, uh, which is pretty cool. What If Wanda and Spider-Man Were Siblings, which I don't, I feel like that was just a, like an idea that was thrown on a dartboard. Yeah. And then What If Mark Spencer Was the Host of Venom, which I, I think that yeah. one's pretty cool. I loved Moon Knight. Uh, <clears throat> so... I think, I think I mean, they get the uh, what ifs from just different Marvel comics. Yeah. Just like one off comic books. Yeah. Or honestly, even just like fan theories. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked to see. I mean, Wanda and Spider Man were siblings. Okay. Mark Spector was the host of Venom. I could see that in a book. But I, I would have liked to see. The Loki is worthy. If Loki is worthy on a show. I would. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Personally. Uh, next piece is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse editor has confirmed that there are actually multiple versions in theaters Mm -hmm. which I think is cool but my biggest concern is how are they going to bring that to streaming services they're probably just going to be hard set on one yeah it's like one like the main one but then like the theaters get like almost like deleted scenes or whatever yeah yeah and then they're going to get that what's that that people are like six years from now are going to get the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Like I swore he said this or yeah. they did this, you know? Yeah. So uh, we got to remember this so we can actually, I'll, I'll, I'll get that one embroidered. <laughs> yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson said while, um, shooting secret invasion, uh, he says that Marvel will shoot down flying drones when they're, they're flying over the set while they're filming, uh, which is pretty crazy. Or they'll like follow it back to to the host and uh yeah he said like and then you're done uh yeah. obviously you know disney and marvel are, are now here killing people but i'm sure that there's a hefty fine involved for that so, yeah they're probably using like drone guns i've used those before mm-hmm. um, um next piece is a uh, secret invasion pulled nine hundred and ninety four thousand domestic viewers in the first five days of its release which sounds like a lot but it's actually the second lowest uh, disney plus show premiere yeah. Uh, take a wild guess on what the best one was. The best one? Yeah. Loki. Yep. 
One division second. Two million. Two million. Two it was one division second. One division. Then uh, Falcon uh, Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yep. <clears throat> uh, pretty insane. And then Craven the Hunter. It's it's Marvel, but it's also like Sony. But I figured it's worth a shout because it involves Spider Man. Uh, Craven the Hunter trailer has appeared, uh, and the actor uh, Aaron something Johnson. I forgot that like weird uh, hyphen part of his name, but uh, it's actually Quicksilver, which I thought was yeah. kind of cool. Uh, yeah. he, he did a phenomenal job as Quicksilver, and I'm really excited to see what he'll do for Craven. The trailer looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, it does. Uh, but like really I good. said in the beginning of this podcast, Sony is on a very short leash because they cannot execute anything besides video games. So my my hopes are really very high. Um, there's also been some speculation on who the Spider-Man's going to be because it's Sony, but Tom Holland is is through Sony, and then he's been loaned out from Sony to work with Disney, so I assume that it's going to be Tom Holland. Um, but I've also... There's a lot of people that are including my co-host here would love to see andrew garfield back um and actually maybe get the the redemption that he deserves i think that'd be really cool um i'm, I'm down for either cool. one if, but if it is i'm i'm, I'll, I'm gonna love it but it, then it gets annoying i want a venom yeah. one of andrew garfield like yeah. everybody else like i know it's a that's a cop-out answer but it is true no like, i i, I I think that would be phenomenal. That I mean, yes, cop out answer, but it's like reasonable. You know what I mean? But like, for his like story, his yeah. storyline, it, it fits perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know? I thousand percent agree. Uh, oh, and then, oh my god! But if it is Andrew Garfield, I'm gonna be fucking stoked because that's the <laughs> goat right there for me. I, yeah, that's fair. Um, and then I don't have this written down, but um, and we haven't really ever touched on this because it was a pretty serious allegation, and we didn't really want to get mm. caught up in the mix. Uh, but there has been a lot of new developments going on with uh, Jonathan Majors. Um, a lot of people are saying that he won his court case. That's a complete false lie. His court stuff hasn't even started yet. It's, it's yeah. supposed to happen in August. But there's been a lot of new evidence that have come out about the, the, the ex-girlfriend or ex-wife. Uh, I don't really know the relation too well. But um, there's been a lot of like actual hard evidence of her harming herself and her doing stuff to herself and actually hurting Jonathan Majors. Um, and he's actually brought that uh, to court to file his yep. own domestic uh, domestic abuse um, lawsuit toward her, which uh, it's kind there of is like no a, hard uh... evidence against Jonathan Majors. There is hard evidence, hard evidence against her. Once again, I'm going to see her clear. Uh, I'm not going to say I wish bad on either person. I will say this much. He has hard evidence. She doesn't. I hope this guy wins because of the fact that it's our Kang and everything like that. But also, it would be—it's really devastating to hear that this up and—I don't even want to say up and coming because he's been around. But this, this successful uh, individual that re recently is blowing up even more gets some flack because of this. Um, but like I said, I mean, court case like hasn't started. No one, no one knows what's happening. Yeah, it's kind of like a Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation yeah, now. Absolutely. But, like I said, there's some evidence that's looking really bad for her now. So, I don't know. I'm, at the end of the day, I hope neither of them get fucked and it, they are able to uh, just go their separate ways and Jonathan Majors can keep his stuff. But, yeah. I don't want to give too much of my opinion. I don't really have an opinion, but after the court case, I'll probably 
yeah once we'll all the, once all the details more. come out absolutely we'll, we'll we'll maybe we'll even make like a little 20 minute conversation piece about it yeah yeah because i'll be happy to talk about it but yeah i just don't know i don't know everything yeah. right now so i don't want to say something you know that, I mean? yeah like we're not 100 look at us yeah i'm wearing a monster <laughs> energy polo like <laughs> yeah i don't know who's hiring me as a lawyer i don't even got hair dude i'm stressed out enough <laughs> like i'm not helping you brother uh, you want to give yeah. them life sounds good <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah i don't know a lot of lots of crazy stuff going on and i'm sure i'm missing some marvel news like i said we're kind of on a time constraint right now so there's only so much we could do but mm-hmm. this podcast ran much longer than it needed to but that's okay yeah. because this Fine. movie was good and i get to sit here and chat with one of my best friends about one of my favorite things in the world which happens to be marvel um and also gonzo's here so like that's also really cool um but anyway gonzo do you have anything else for me yeah all right bro all right man just do the fucking outro all right (laughs) (laughs) no i don't i don't have anything else you don't Um, like wish me a happy birthday or no no yeah well happy birthday to me yeah um yeah, all right. Well, anyway, this has been The Watchers. Peace, guys. Peace. Love you all. <laughs>